Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A.J. Hawk joins us now. Covers the National Football League for Sirius XM NFL Radio. A tremendous linebacker in his day as well. National Football League at Ohio State. Hey, A.J., Andrew and Mark with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. We certainly appreciate it. Oh, yeah. How you guys doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Good, good, good. I mean, training camps in, in full flight here, A.J. I mean, uh, you know, so many interesting storylines to go on. You know, I'm curious, what what's your take on everything going down in Washington with the Redskins and, and their star left tackle, Trent Williams? You know, he doesn't trust the medical staff down there, the way they diagnosed, I guess, a growth on his scalp uh, during the course of the offseason. Um you know, a strange scenario. He doesn't seem like he wants to ever play for the Redskins again as long as that staff is around. Uh, what's your take on everything going down in D.C. with the left tackle? Well, it's a pretty unique situation, I guess, especially with a guy like Trent that is such a stud player and such just a, he's a guy you need on your offensive line to be at that left tackle position. And, and what Gruden came out a few days ago and said what he, he doubts that he will be traded, but with what – uh, Trent Williams is saying in his actions, it doesn't seem like there's, without any drastic changes in Washington, that, that he's going to kind of walk on back into that facility. Like It sounds like he's pretty upset for his, the medical issue that he had there. So I would think the other teams would be calling the Redskins trying to trade for him right now because Trent could play. AJ, it's not like the Redskins had the best um, reputation as an organization around the NFL to begin with, but when something like this happens, are the players on other teams – who may be free agents one day taking note of this, and maybe this affects their decision to to go to Washington down the road? Yeah, it definitely can. Uh, it can impact free agents in the future, um, especially if they have, like, it's a consistent thing to where there's always issues um, in the front office or this one with the medical staff is, is pretty weird. But it, it definitely can. But I would say if it does affect any possible future free agents, it's, it's the big time guys. It's not like middle of the road guys or different role players or whatever. But maybe if you're going out there and you're trying to land uh, one or two big superstars in the next couple of years, it can definitely affect their decision when they talk around the league and talk to different agents and different players, and they hear things like this that they weren't taking care of their players. Whatever Trent Williams' situation is, it can really affect those guys. AJ, before we leave this, as a player. Um... If you don't agree with the team's medical staff, you don't like something they've done or suggested or whatever, what what other avenues do you have as a player to to figure things out on your own, so to speak? Well, that's what, one of the good things they worked out with the, the NFLPA and the Players Association. They you're they can fully go get a second opinion on anything that is going on. So, say you. You get hurt and you tear your pec. I tore my pec during uh, our first preseason games. Man, I don't know how many, my third or fourth year in the league. And I got an MRI from Green Bay. And I, I was lucky, though. In Green Bay, the time I spent there, there, they take care of you more than any place. Like they, they truly care about the, the person and the player. And I still have a relationship with those doctors and, and trainers there. But they told me, hey, go get a, go get a, a second opinion. Or send your, you can send your MRI out to whoever you want. We'll send it to whoever. I think we sent it out to some other doctor. 
uh, through my agent, and he looked at it and, and had a similar uh, idea of what was going on that the Green Bay doctors had. But they were very open about you getting a second opinion. They wanted that because they were confident in what they were doing as doctors, and they knew, like, yeah, we want you to double-check on this. We care about you and what you can do for this team and your family. We care about your family. But when I talk to buddies that have played other places in the league, they uh, – they, they've told me that other teams sometimes aren't as uh, open to you getting the second opinion. Obviously, you could do it, but they can just make it harder for you and try to tell you that you're not doing the right thing. It doesn't matter. This doctor's just going to say the exact same thing that I said. Like, that definitely happens, uh, but you definitely can. Uh, it worked out through the Players Association that you can go out and get a second opinion on anything that you have going on. Uh, AJ, let's let's move over to Indianapolis. Are you concerned here about this calf strain with Andrew Luck, with him sitting out this week as well? I mean, I hope it's a calf strain. I hope it's not an Achilles deal. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm I am very concerned, but I, it's a little. It would worry me a little bit. I'm a big fan of what Frank Reich is doing there and, and the defense they have in Indianapolis, and I think Andrew Luck is. He's really fun to watch. It's fun to watch anything. His interviews, him on the field, whatever it may be. Uh, I would say I'm a little bit concerned, but not too much. If this went past this week, then I would start to be worried for sure. Uh, I guess a similar question about Ezekiel Elliott, just in terms of being being off the field, AJ. I don't know if it, you can like prove it scientifically, but it certainly seems like longer the holdouts go, the more chance of a guy popping a hammy or a groin kind of go up. At some point, do you get concerned that, that Zeke is setting himself up for maybe not the best physical year because of these, these misreps in training camp? Uh, I mean, honestly, you could make the argument that missing training camp for Zeke is extending his career and possibly helping him play longer in the league. Now, I don't know as far as when he finally does get back in the lineup this year. Yeah, it does seem like guys tend to, to pull hamstrings or pop a calf or something like that when they have sat out for a long time, just because you can work out all you want uh, outside of the facility and on your own, but there's something about being there and, and getting, like, when they say getting your legs under you and getting used to being in that contact that you get during camp. Like, those first three or four days of training camp, your legs are so dead, you feel like you, you're like, I don't, know, I don't know how I'm going to go on the practice field again, but then something happens to where you work through all that and your body kind of hardens up. So you get that from being there in pads, going against your teammates, but... I wouldn't be too worried. And the good thing that, that Zeke has going, it's not like this is new to him. He's been through other issues. He's yeah. had to sit out and, and had to work out on his own and seemed to always come back in good shape. So for Cowboys fans, I think that's a good thing. And as they know that he, he's been in this position. He knows how to take care of his body when he's away from the facility. You know, AJ, we were uh, you know we were discussing it earlier this hour. You know, it, it's a foot issue, the bottom of both of his feet. I, I, I'm sure you saw the photo of Antonio Brown's feet. I mean, he's missed the last couple practices. Gruden's a little frustrated out there in Oakland. Uh, you know, they look calloused, a lot of dead tissue, a lot of dead skin as well. What about Antonio Brown here? I mean, it almost looks like he's got marathoners' feet. Is what he looks like. Uh, what about what's going on with Antonio Brown here and not able to hit the practice field dealing with these feet issues? I mean, it looks painful. What what is like the? What are they calling that? Do we know? Like the no, there's been no there's is? been no medical diagnosis. He saw a foot specialist on Saturday, but there was no news from it. AJ, I'm so confused. It's like when uh, 
so what was it? Somebody sued Tony Tony Robbins like years ago for walking on the hot coals. You know when right. they go do those yeah. like, leadership things. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a like survivor injury, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. it looked like he was doing the uh, the Oprah thing, and when she makes her fans walk on hot coals or whatever to, to get over <laughs> their fears or whatever it may be. That's what it looks like. So I'm confused as to what exactly it is. What a, a weird injury, I guess you'd call it. So, but it looks very painful. So I. So that's not. I mean, to AJ, that's not normal, right? I mean, your did your feet no. ever look like that? No, I've never seen that. I mean, I've I used to jam my feet in the cleats that were too small because I didn't like my feet sliding around. I got a little bone spurs in the back of my heels, and I've jammed my toes up. And everyone's feet look pretty terrible in training camp. Most football players, their feet are awful just from running and cutting in cleats and getting stepped on and losing your nails and stuff. But the bottoms of your feet, I've never seen that. AJ, as, uh, as Jordy Nelson retires, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about him? Oh, man. He's just such a, an outlier, I feel like, when it comes to everything about Jordy. Luckily, I, I know Jordy well and um, get to see him a decent amount. I've been to his farm in Kansas, and he's a legit farmer. He's not a guy just playing it up for uh, for cameras or anything. Like Jordy <laughs> and his family own thousands and thousands of acres, and they work. They've, I was we were moving cattle with him and his brother, and all this. Like it's, he's he lives that life. That's real for him, and drives the combine around and all that. But he's such an outlier because I got to watch him from when he came in to uh, like how quickly he became a superstar and how great he was. Now Jordy, truly a guy that never even changed an ounce is not affected by any of the fame or the success that he had and he's so good like people would definitely uh i guess underestimate jordy because he was so deceptively fast but he's such a crisp route runner and maybe the best thing about him is he's such a great player and he's such he's so good for the receiver room like a lot of times one guy that's a superstar that may be a little bit of a, a diva or a selfish guy he can ruin that whole room Jordy's a guy that would bring the whole room together because he was there every single day in practice and so unselfish and just so good for the team in ways that you can't even measure. You know, thinking about a, a former Packer and a current Ram, how do you think Clay Matthews plays in Los Angeles with the Rams year one after leaving Green Bay? I, mean, I think he'll be good. I mean, I, don't, I have no idea what their the role might look for him. I'm, I'm sure he wants to get a lot of snaps and wants to play a lot, but uh, – I would say, put like he doesn't. You don't have to throw Clay in there and and have him stop the run a bunch of times. Like he'll do it. He likes to do that. But I would, I would, I would have him just sitting on the sidelines, ready to roll when we think it's going to be a pass, and let him get his hand down or stand up in his two point stance and come off the edge and be a physical pass rusher. But I think he could have a great year. I mean, he's going home. He's from that area. He always uh, he loved Green Bay. But I, we would always talk about like, oh, if he didn't. If the Packers ever let him go or, or his contract was up, he went on to find a way to get out to L.A. So I think that part's great. I'm sure it's a little bit of an adjustment for him going all the way out there and playing for a different organization. But, hey, McVay's got it going the right way. So I think I think he got a big year. A.J., uh, it's, it's game week, I guess. First full week of preseason games coming up. Veteran players right now, are they excited about playing something like an actual game or are you guys just more concerned with getting to – to week one when it really matters? Well, I guess once the, the preseason games come around, it definitely helps, especially the veterans that have been around, because you are you start to game plan a little bit, and it's not just like, okay, we're going to go out there and just hit each other to hit each other, and there's no end in sight, and we're not working on anything specific for another team. We, we're installing our defense and offense, but game week's great because 
you you know camp is starting to it's not wind down, but it, it just changes once you have games every week. Um, I don't know. I think guys, are, you get excited for a couple series maybe to get in there and you want to make a play or if you're on defense, you want to get a few good pops in, make a few tackles, and get a pick if you can. If you're on offense, you want to, in the short time you may be in, you want to feel good about it because it doesn't, when you only get to play two or three series, if you don't get to make a play or if the offense sputters and you're an offensive guy, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. You want to tell yourself, like, all right, it's fine. It's preseason. We'll be all right. But no, you still want to play well while you're in that game but you just may not want to play all four quarters. You know, A.J., final one for me, and that is uh, with Brady getting this contract extension from the Patriots. How mind, how mind-boggling. I know it's a quarterback. It's not an offensive lineman or a linebacker and you know, the physicality taking the beat, but how the fact of, that he's sitting here at 42 years of age and he's signed for the next three years with the Pats. I mean, it's not even like real, is it? I mean, he's 42 years old. He's still playing at such a high level. Seems to say and do all the right things. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're it just everything that he has done and Bill Belichick and the Patriots and the the consistency that they have had is just unheard of. Like it's we've seen a ton of teams do it. Yeah, you can make a little bit of run or be a threat for two or three years at the Super Bowl and and be one of those teams. But to do it, this the Patriots have done and consistently played such a high level. I mean, Tom Brady is the number one guy right there that that runs the show, and and he and Bill Belichick seem to be hand in hand with that. So I. It's, I mean, it's crazy to think of. These guys, I'm 35 right now. He's 42. I mean, that's to think that you could be playing football at 42 and you're you're one of the best in the league still. I, I can't even wrap my head around that. AJ Hall covers the National Football League for Sirius XM NFL Radio. Star linebacker at Ohio State, also a stud at Green Bay with the Packers too. Hey AJ, appreciate the time this morning. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We'll chat again soon. All right, thanks guys. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.